0: Ribble FM, weather.
1: Today in Clitheroe, there's moderate rain and a temperature of 12. Tonight, there's moderate rain and six, and tomorrow will be overcast with eight. Friday looks to have moderate rain and 11. The food and drink show on Ribble FM, sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens. See the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk.
2: A bit of Starship kicking off the show and uh, nothing's gonna stop us now. That's uh, what I said to Morgan <laughs> when this <lamb> box <laughs> arrived. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Welcome to the Food and Drink Show here on Ribble FM. It is Wednesday afternoon and it is miserable out there, isn't it? What a lovely weekend we had and it's miserable. However, the forecast, because we've got agriculturals in with us today, it is important knowing what's happening with the weather. Absolutely. Yeah, this weekend is supposed to be quite nice again. Although the temperatures have dropped considerably, mm. it says a high of 10, but yet sunny on Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully that'll do, because I like it when it's a little bit cold and crisp. Anyway, uh, our special guest today, straight from a Marvel comic, Stacy Strong.
3: <laughs> Cheers, Lee.
2: <laughs> uh, no, please welcome Stacy here with us today, who... If you've seen the Facebook post, you'll just be blown away. I couldn't believe it. and I was so fortunate to have been introduced to Stacey. Uh, thanks to Aaron, by the way, at 115. Because uh, without him, I wouldn't be here today talking to Stacey. And um, you, it's the hobby. And and I get it. People like building model aircraft or, uh, I don't know, going watching trains, photography. Or, as Mark said, uh, collecting stamps.
3: <laughs> That's just... <laughs>
2: What about stamp collecting? (laughs) (laughs) I have a penny black, you know. Um, But, Stacey, just briefly, right, because this is the shocker. Could you tell us what your hobby is, please?
3: I have a few pet sheep. (laughs) I just love it.
2: (laughs) I know that goats were quite trendy at one point. Somebody once was photographed walking a goat down... um, Mayfair in London, little oh. pygmy goat, but um, these are like proper. I mean, you're up in Grindleton on a nice bit uh, of uh, farmland up there, but these are like proper lambs, sheep. Aren't yes, they? right. Why? Why? <laughs> what? Did you sort of? Have you always been sort of into farming and countryside?
3: Yes, I've been into, the fa- into farming for the last few years. Um, but me, and my friend, just for why don't we go self-sufficient? So we got ourselves a couple of sheep, started a few lambs off him, supporting ourselves, and then feeding friends and family as well. Wow!
2: I, if you get a hobby that helps a few people out and and actually rewards you with something at the end, mm. I, I get it! Watching trains, you can look at your photographs and look at your little number list. I got the 103 going through Settle. I get it. I'm not being <laughs> nasty. I do get it. But if you end up with a fantastic leg of lamb at the end of oh. it... You
3: can't beat it. Just, I, I
2: like the self-sufficiency thing. It's a big thing now, isn't it? If I... I've said this to you, Morgs, have mm. If I could, you know, sweet talk... No, I won't mention him. Uh, Stephen. I'm not going to mention his last name. He'll kill me. Um, if I could talk Stephen to let me build a log cabin down by the river on
4: mm. the farm. Oh, and just, just vanish and, from and the modern there. world. Yeah, I think I would
3: be as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And, and the thing is, Stacey, it's not difficult if you've got a few basic skills. So am I right in thinking y- you had an interest in agriculture and, and farming anyway? So that will have helped, won't it?
3: Yes, um, I used to contract, so I used to go and drive tractors and help farmers out during winter with their livestock, horses, cows. So what's naming. your
2: real name then? Because obviously Strong came after you'd been doing a bit of contracting.
3: That is my name, Stacey Strong.
2: <laughs> I know, I'm joking. But we, we've been up to the farm, haven't we, when mm. um, Steve and what, a bit of filming doing, we're filming them uh, bringing the grass in, and, oh, the graft. And and I think one of the things that would be quite nice to get across to people today is how hard farming really is. I, I know we've got the Clarkson's farm now, which has educated a lot of, in inverted commas, ordinary people yes. to how hard it can be. But it is graft, isn't it?
3: It is a lot of work. It's day and night. Unfortunately, if you're lucky enough to have a partner who understands you, all right. If you're single, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Because uh, obviously you can work 24 hours a day, every day of the week just to help get the grass in for other farmers mm. and help livestock and stuff to feed them. Have you mm. come
2: from fa- from a farming family or have you just kind of like jumped into it? Uh,
3: jumped into it, yeah. really.
2: Because I think what a lot of people were saying, because we discussed this a little bit off air, didn't we, that young people these days have no idea. I'm not being disrespectful, but when I say no idea, in terms of graft, mm. a full day's work. And I think a lot of farming families now are worried because the kids don't want to carry it on, do they?
3: No, they rather go to a nice, comfy nine-to-five job and yeah. not mm. do the whole 24-hour.
2: And the, and there are some jobs, aren't we, that we've said, mogs before, that it's a way of life.
4: It is, yeah, I was about to say that, actually. Farming is just and, and a way like, of life. And like,
3: things like police,
2: you know, it's a way of life because you have to be yep. there at the drop of the hat. You've got to have so much commitment. But I honestly, apart, no, maybe tarmacking... It's quite hard. But I can't Mm. think of anything harder than a farmer's job. I really can't.
3: No, well, you've got to be awake. Well, not be awake, that's one term. You've got to be on the ball for near enough 24 hours because if something's Mm. ill, you've got to get the vet out, you've got to keep an eye on it, you've got to be up all night. If it's in labour, you've got to wait and help it. Mm. Other people rather be in bed at that time.
4: Yeah, Mm. and come rain or shine, you're out there either way anyway. Either way,
3: yeah.
2: You've just got to get on with it. I must admit, I'm I'm not squeamish, am I, really? No. I'm not squeamish. But the gooey bits when they're born, I don't know if I can handle it. I don't, I don't know if I could. You know when they sort of like, sometimes they've got to... Oh, gotta, come on. No, even if you put the glove on, the big long glove, I don't know if I could do it. I really, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I,
3: I think yeah. you would if, been, if you put yeah. in that situation yeah. and, and you have to do it.
2: I'm thinking, yeah, you're looking at it as though I've just put 12 months graft into this or whatever it is, you know, however long it is. Y- you're not going to risk not... Allo- you're not going to risk losing one, are you? No. For the sake of helping. Uh, right, going to play another quick... Chew now from uh, the Gorillas, spelt with Z because it's like cool and trendy, man. It's the
5: music that
0: choose. It's the music that It's the music that the oh, music that the music that Music that
5: That Nike shoes To keep myself tethered To the days I try to lose My mama said Slow oh, down You must make your own shoes Stop dancing to the music I've Of gorillas in a happy mood Keep my groove on Get the music every funk Get the music every funk Get the music every funk Get the music every
0: funk Get the music every funk
1: Change, change,
5: get the a the jungle, a fake trial, Caught up in the conflict between his brain and his tail And if time's elimination, then we got nothing to lose Please repeat the message, it's the music that we choose Keep our my groove on It's the music that we It's the music that we
1: the cool
2: See, this is. I feel really old now. Nineteen to two thousand. What's that about? The Soul Child remix. <laughs> it's the food and drink show on Ribble FM here on one hundred six point seven. Me Morgs and our Stacey's here. Um, Stacey, we we're talking just before the music about uh, a little bit of history from how you started in all this. I think now I'm kind of interested in you know what what it, did it take to get started? How did you actually start?
3: Um. I just went to a friend and asked if I could buy uh, a couple of ewes with lambs at foot. Yeah. Um, obviously, he said yes. So he delivered them up to the farm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a bit hard to say, really. Is it? <laughs> we, did you have
2: to do any research? Like, because right? you can't just end up with these two no, ewes um, and go, right, well.
3: Uh. No, give me a Me, a previous partner who I was before, his mum and dad actually got me into farming.
2: Right. They mm. are
3: uh, big sheep farmers and his dad taught me everything to know about sheep and obviously driving tractors and everything. So from him, I wouldn't have known much.
2: I guess with the contracting, you've got quite a good phone book, haven't you? Mm.
3: Hello? Yeah, what do I do about this? This has (laughs) happened.
2: Right, well, what you do is... um, I I think the other question is, when when something is a hobby and we see it and you've been around it all your life, you think, actually, I'm going to give this a go. Were there many hurdles where you thought, what have I
3: done? Yes. Every year. <laughs> yeah. To this day still. It gets, uh, during lamin, you think, oh my God, yeah. what's happening here? Or oh, no, you lose some, you gain some, and it's an emotional roller coaster and you're thinking, oh. going, why am I doing this? Mm. Why am I putting myself through it? And then afterwards, you actually see the rewards of what you've produced, and yeah. you like... I've done that. That's why all this sweat and tears. If
2: uh, let, yeah. this is the big question, isn't it? Right. Okay. So let's say some um, some rich person is listening and they go, "Do you know what? I really love what she's doing. I'm going to get you a little farm, and you can have a few sheep. Would it be a yes or a no? Oh,
3: yes. <laughs> No, definitely, nice. definitely yes <laughs> it's, it's all I, worth
4: it for when you sit down at the end of the night with a nice lamb chop
3: <laughs> Oh, I always dreamt of having my own small holding Oh, yes. oh nice yes
2: I think the the big thing is a lot of people that sort of live this rural life are always really kind of, yeah, that's the ultimate goal. A little small holding where I can have a few chickens, hens, sorry, a few hens. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference in there. I don't know what it is. Uh, a few hens, growing a few bits of veggies and stuff and just spending time in the outside with something that is going to eventually feed your family.
3: Yes. You know, uh,
2: that, surely that's the award. target, isn't it?
3: Great reward at the end of it.
2: Mm. Right, so... You've got your first year under your belt. Was it a successful year?
3: Yes. Was it? Yes. Well I had done. I had a lot of help from friends who live across the valley and yeah. stuff who came over and everyone supported me happy. So we thought I'd have another go for your year after. I'm
2: yeah. trying to think so that first year you got your first lamb. Uh, it's gone off to the uh, the old place where they sort them <laughs> out. We've got to consider people's feelings, I know, but it's food. Um, so it's come back and you've got that first piece of meat that is, from your all your hard work, surely, was it, please tell me it was a shoulder. A
3: uh, big le- bat big leg. Was it?
2: Yes. Mm. Oh. Right now, I could actually. That was the chair, by the way. Uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> right now, I could as well. In yeah. fact. Oh, yeah. I it, probably need about four hours. So, when we finish the show, if we <laughs> nipple nip one, on. Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> chuck one of Stacey's legs in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Left or right?
2: <laughs> I don't know which one I've done. I'm feeling I pretty I hungry. No idea. I've not had I need two. The, the, I think the thing is with. When, when you've grafted so hard and, and you've got the rewards in front of you, it tastes better. There is no question about mm. it. But I have to say that lamb that we got off you was superb. And and I think that it, the, the concern for me was, and, and this is why this... This interview, this chat is so important. We said it, didn't we? If you get a box of lamb like I did, which was beautifully prepared, by the way, it's all in the right fact bags and it's labelled so you know what it is. And and I said to you, Dana, can you imagine just opening the lid of that box and saying to a 20-year-old, right, put your hands in there, grab a bag and let's see what you can do with it.
3: I think they'd be shocked. But uh, I would mm. be more shocked to see a box of meat in front of them yeah. mind ask them to pick something out of yeah. it. Rather
4: than a plastic tray with like cling wrap on
3: the top of it. Yeah, mm. microwave yeah. for 20 minutes. Exactly.
2: Yeah, instructions printed on it. Mm. And And I think you know, we, we've got to try and change this. And, and I'm hoping that some of the foodie stuff that we do and some of the foodie stuff we get up to can maybe make people think, wow, that sounds good. When you describe it on radio, sounds good. And then if they see a picture, because let's face it, you know, young people today are all about pictures, and videos.
4: Social media. Yeah.
2: And if they see it and think, wow, I'd like to have a go at that. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing.
4: I think a lot of pe- young people, myself being one of them, Obviously slightly different, I've having grown up with you. Um, <laughs> well, uh, okay, that sounded like it was a dig. It wasn't a dig. I have obviously been brought up in the kitchen, and I, I love cooking, and I do it all myself, but I think there's a lot of people my age that just have no idea and no want to cook.
2: Yeah, but it, the thing is, and I'm sure you'll agree, with it, it's not their fault because it's been taken from schools, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, ba- back in the day, you know, uh, domestic tech or food tech, whatever it was called, yeah. was, you know, something that you did at school and now it, it's it's all about convenience. I mean... If I was going to do that shoulder of lamb tonight, I'd be I'd be just smearing it a bit of olive oil first, let it soak into the skin, then it crisps up, and I'd be sticking some little maybe sprigs of sprig rosemary rose right, all the yeah. time. And so <laughs> you've got an hour's worth of prep, haven't you? You've an hour's worth of prep. Yeah. And they don't want to do that because they can get a tray and go, oh, it's 25 minutes. Yeah. Bing. Done. Oh, and I'll mm. do some uh, chips in the air fryer. Yep. But you've seen this, Morgs. You, you are an absolute classic example of this. The difference between doing it, you know, as a, a convenience mm. thing for food, putting time in. You now actually enjoy spending time. Oh, I do, and I
4: have done for a while. But that actual effort of, I mean, similar to putting the work in for the actual lambs themselves, mm. but putting the work and the effort into the dish and getting something fantastic out of it is just incredible. And yeah. being able to share that with other people as well,
2: making a dish for someone else and seeing them enjoy it. That's the biggie, isn't mm. it? That, that's where it, it gets me. And I'm sure you're the same, you know, with your family. If you make something, it's nice, and it? when they go, oh, I love this taste, it's delicious, really, love-. it's good payback, isn't it? Yes. But what I hope that today's doing a little bit is showing you some of the stuff that we've made or we're talking about making I hope you appreciate that we are blown away by the quality of that produce that you've you brought. Honestly, mm. just incredible. Uh, right, we'll be back shortly.
1: The Food and Drink Show on Ribble FM. Sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens. See the website for more at ramsbottomkitchens.co.uk. Hey there Clitheroe, feeling the urge to move, stretch and sweat a little? Discover the heart of our community at Clitheroe Leisure Gym and Wellbeing Centre. Whether you're pumping iron, joining a vibrant class or finding your zen in Pilates, we've got your back. And your biceps and your core. Feel alive, feel inspired. Find us on Facebook or swing by today and let's make fitness fun again. With our own leisure, where you belong. See you there.
2: Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow. Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top-notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734 536870.
1: Bait and Nephew Dental Practice have a highly experienced team of dental surgeons who use pioneering technology to deliver treatments for loose dentures, missing teeth and more. And if you're looking for dental implants or even a cosmetic makeover, please come in for a consultation and discuss your options. We even have late-night appointments available. We're based in Worley, in the heart of the Ribble Valley. So call us today on 01254 823 Clavel Bait & Nephew, here to give you the smile you deserve. Are you tired of sky-high housing costs? Are you ready for a change of scenery? to learn more and schedule a tour. Three Rivers, the perfect home is waiting for you.
5: Thank you for coming home Sorry that the chairs are all play for today or oh, but i'm
2: seven minutes past one o'clock. Right, it is Ribble FM, your local station. Right, it's a food and drink show with Lee Morgs and Stacey is with us today and we have a duty. So the duty of is... <laughs> <laughs> to all the gang down at Art of the Loom. Yes, we know you're listening to Stacey. Do you, do you know what as well? I'll let you into a secret. She's still nervous. <laughs> Oh, thank not you. too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> uh, and a massive thank you to Andrew as well uh, for letting her come up today and tell us this amazing story. Um, how long now have you been doing this? Uh,
3: since 2016.
2: Really? Wow. Oh, wow. So your friends and family list is like this long now, it
3: isn't is, it? It its yes. So <laughs>
2: what was the, um, how, what would you call it? What was the crop this year then? How many? Fifteen. Fifteen. I mean, that'll take some doing, won't it? It is. Do you have, uh, this is the the big one for me, because I love (laughs) to watch them, do you have a dog that helps you? Does it help yeah, or do does you? it
3: cause more trouble? i <laughs> sit there and watch you. It causes more trouble at the moment. He's only, he's only just going six months old. All right. But the old Teenager
2: boy, mode. Teen,
3: yeah. Old uh, boy used to help me. Can I yeah. chase them? Yes, <laughs> no
2: definitely. You can't. Yes, can't. Yes, very much. <laughs> so, more of a hindrance than a help then?
3: He is, yes. But definitely.
2: you wouldn't swap it, would you? I, I, I think what I found when I was going up to the farm and things, just you put your wellies on that uh, so you get 10% of that level in your head. You put your m- messy wax jacket on, you're now up to 20%. You get your flat cap on, you've now hit 30%. Dog in flat the car. Cap. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? You start to get your gear on and get ready to go and all of a sudden, you're in that mode then, aren't you? You're in your <laughs> hobby mode. Right, I need to know. Upstairs. Do you wear a flat cap? No,
3: I'm not allowed to. I get told I look silly in it.
2: Oh. Right, gonna, I, I don't hat. think there's many that wear flat caps anymore. Morgan, flat caps are cool in the countryside.
3: Old generation generally wear them.
2: The yeah, what that's generation? Why, that's why the what generation? Yeah, that's why the he's older. seen that. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, you two are fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, now this was this is the one that I wanted to Definitely. tax you on, Morgs. So mm. um, you have not yet tasted this lamb, have you?
4: I have. I have
2: oh yes oh hey listen he's there having a go at me right so I made that dish that you've seen on the Facebook post eh, oh that
3: looks really nice I made that
2: and he was working because he works at Scare Kingdom so he was you know one of them scare actors
4: shouting and screaming at people do you know what I did
2: (laughs) I actually made now you've seen the size of it honestly it was that it was tidy right I had one and the other one out of the two that I made I saved when he came home Mm -hmm. yeah terrible dad Hey, I, I never said you were. So you did have it. Yeah, it was I did. amazing money. Oh. But what I was interested in is it took a while for you to come back to lamb. You had a bit of a period, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, where... I don't know what it was. I think I was I was just a bit younger, I was probably 12,
4: 13 sort of age and just something in me when you said, "Oh, we're going to have lamb tonight." I'd be like, mm. nah, I'm not entirely super keen on that." Yeah, no, I get but it.
2: It didn't take long to come back round now and, oh, and it's, so, the lamb. And the reason <laughs> I ask is because it's something that Stacey mentioned earlier. Some people don't like the smell of it, do they?
3: No. But, them off.
2: but, fresh lamb, straight from a local field, doesn't smell like that, does it? No. No.
3: I don't think it was ever the
4: smell that put me off. I think it was just the, the thought of just having like, having lamb, but... No, the difference between fresh and the packets you get at the supermarkets is just different leagues.
2: Something completely. that of people don't know, a uh, big reveal coming up here as well, oh. is the lighting in supermarkets, mm. in the fridge counters. It's a specific colour to make the meat look red. Right. And if you take it out into daylight it's not the same colour. Whereas the colour, and and my kitchen's just got ordinary lights in it, there's no special light. The colour, it's that deep ruby purple red, you know, and you just know, don't Mm. you? Really nice, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, With the little bits of fat Mm. running through it. Marbling. Marbling.
3: Marbling.
2: And what I found interesting as well was, (laughs) One of the posts that you put on letting everybody know that it was time to come up to your place and collect was that you'd seen this year that there was a little bit of uh, fat on there, but not too much. Yes. It needs that for the flavour, but could you, for the benefit uh, of everybody, just explain what you said had happened this year? Sometimes they'll sort of, if it's a bit of a harsh year... Do they put a little bit more fat on? Yes. Then the meat will start... to Can you just explain that bit?
3: It all depends on, like, whether it's dry or they've got enough grass sometimes. They, if it's too dry, they'll end up putting a bit of a fat layer on as they're growing. Yeah. And then they'll start producing the meat again and then maybe put another fat layer on in between. So you might have fat, meat, fat, then meat again. Ah. It's normally in the boys. You see, in the males. Yeah. More than the females. Uh, but this year, it's been perfect conditions for him. So there's a bit, enough fat on to cook without having too much of the fat there mm. just yeah. to ruin it. Yeah. So I'm very happy with how it's to But fat is,
2: fat is flavour, isn't it, though? Yes. You know, there's no two ways about it. And you don't like fat. Well, you can't eat fat on its own. Right, so on <laughs> those... On those steak, uh, those leg steaks that you correctly identified in the recipe, um, there was that charred bit at the front. And that charred bit at the front was basically that little strip of fat that has the meat running through it. So is that what you were trying to describe earlier? So all I did was rendered the fat down in the pan and then I char-grilled it with a blowtorch. And... um, (laughs)
3: I just feel really offended when I say blowtorch on here. it. It's not quite, quite blowtorch, <laughs> it's, it's a
4: catering blowtorch. It's it a looks, specific it one. It looks a
3: bit like a weed blower. I know, is that, I know what oh, you mean. It's it just it, how he says it, though. It just looks I so know, strong, This <laughs>
2: flame is huge, isn't it? Yeah. Come, and it's for creating that lovely charred crust on top. But I actually cremated it. And all the fat rendered down, and then I ate it like a stick of rock. And I got that lovely, sweet, juicy layer of fat, and then the meat in the middle and do you know what it was the best bit without doubt the best bit <laughs> I'll get you on pork belly sooner or later no I can't do it oh, I can't do it pork belly. fat is too thick and greasy and gooey oh ah, oh. <laughs> give me just what you wanted I guess I <laughs> <laughs> right we'll be back with Stacey shortly. To- oh by the way let's do it again <laughs> another shout out oh, to the loom me. Yeah, man.
5: No Evo, get it, baby. Hope you catch that like oh That's how we roll. My life is a movie and you just vo <laughs> mommy got me swishing like a dreadlock. She don't wrestle, but I got her in a headlock. Never, never do make a bedrock. mommy on fire, Psst, red hot. Bada bing, bada boom. Mr. Worldwide as I step in the room. I'm a hustler, baby, but that you knew. And tonight is just me and you, baby, you to darling. Tonight, the is falling
0: in love again. again Let's take away. Yeah,
2: Of show uh, featuring Pitbull, yeah. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide, uh, DJ got us falling <laughs> in love, and hopefully, after the loom crew, will all have been jigging around the place to that. <laughs> Probably, hope so. Um, right, so my one of my big questions for you, and you've done the test, so it was perfect, I, and so I know you'll explain this properly. Um, when it comes to fresh produce, I said to you that I don't like freezing it because it has this. I don't know. I feel as though I've got to care for it and look after it because it's like, <laughs> come straight from the field into or my Premium fridge. produce. Premium produce, yeah. Um, and so that um, half lamb that I got off you, I'm kind of like planning... Well, we're on lamb for a fortnight, basically. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't really want to freeze it. But you've done it, haven't you?
3: Yes, I freeze If I freeze mine. Uh, we were just freezing the garage. Yeah. Um but we put it out and it defrost it, and it's like it's no difference, no difference whatsoever.
2: Because I thought, I, I don't know, I was under the impression that it might just toughen it up, or it might break it down, or water crystals might know. form in it. Do you know what I mean?
3: As long as you move it around your freezer for too long, like I said before, I've still got some in mine from 2019. Wow, the joints, and we still get them out, and they're still right. Mm-hmm. If we use it for the family, I might use something a bit more closer to the yeah, day. Yeah. But for myself and my fiancé and stuff, we...
2: But was that, was that that stuff then, was that from your original batch, like when, when you didn't have a big friends and family list? Yes. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> very much.
2: So, uh, looking to the future, when is the next lot going to be ready? Or have you not even thought about it yet?
3: Uh, generally every October. It's every October, every is it? Every October,
2: Right. I'm so putting that in my calendar right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got my number now, so please make sure I stay on the list. Um, have you got those animals yet, or do you not get them for a while?
3: Well, not have them for a while. Right. They've not been made yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Someone's going to have a bit of fun then, aren't they? <laughs> and when do you normally take delivery of them?
3: Generally, if somebody takes one today and says, oh, I want one. And next year, I'll just add them to the list of mm. what I have at home. Right, uh, good. Mate, cancellation. Please mm. make
2: sure we're on the list, but uh, next year it's a full one, please. No
3: worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now
2: that I know we can freeze it. Yeah, but do you know what? When, uh, when Stacey opened the back of her car and there were all these boxes, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't build it!" and then, I'm, oh, Oh, I'm getting one of the small boxes. Because <laughs> the big boxes, then I was thinking, wow, this is going to be great. And then there were little half boxes. I was like, we should got a full one now. And in terms of the animals themselves, when does work start with them? Is that sort of like early next year or is it sort of April? Uh, no,
3: when- the work starts, well, work normally I mean, generally every every weekend with them, but generally the big make big maker will be. Starting from two weeks, this coming Thursday, I think, when the boys will be going in. Really? Yes. Wow. And then obviously maintaining weight and everything over winter and then come to March, middle of March.
2: We see sheep in the Ribble Valley. We see sheep everywhere. And and, and one of the, the, I think, visually, the hardest-looking places is is Pendle Hill. You know, it's pretty bleak up there, isn't it? Is there anything that sheep suffer from do they not do they not like to be out in the open or are they a pretty hardy animal
3: it all depends on type of breeder sheep ah so you've got different types so you've got pendle with the horns uh swales that like are hardy sheep and like with mine they like the lowland where it's a bit warmer mm. and that's cold yeah that's a lot better so
2: so they're sort of like a little bit more gentle aren't they
3: yes Does, does the
2: meat change
3: Well, it takes longer for the hill sheep to fatten up.
2: What are the ones in the Lake District that we used to see all the time?
3: Herdwick's. Herdwick's. They're the type of hill sheep as well.
2: Are they? Yes. Because they're supposed to be really good on the can. If I find a... (laughs) No, I'm not going to say that. I'll get myself in trouble. (laughs) No, you can't go and steal a sheep. I'm gonna be a sheep rustler. <laughs> Here you go, Stacey. Can you bring them on, please? <laughs> and they'll, they'll bring some great meat next season, won't they? And, and I think the other thing about um, the different breeds is there are—is it salt marsh, salt marsh lambs as well on the out near the coast? Yes. And that's kind of got that little bit of saltiness in already, hasn't it? From like, I guess from the diet that they're I'm eating.
3: Assuming, yeah. So tide goes out, they push him on. Yeah. tide comes back in, they bring him in. How important is diet? Very much. Uh, you've just got to make sure, because obviously if they get too fat, yeah. they struggle getting, getting pregnant, yeah. giving birth, mm. they start putting too much weight on the feet and they go lame. So you just make sure that they've got a decent diet so in front of them.
4: a very fine balancing act.
3: Yeah. Um, mm.
2: I, I have another um, farming question for you. Um, if right um because i've seen this quite a few times um if you're driving around the countryside and you see a sheep on its side is that bad
3: yes it can kill them
2: right so if you're able to and it's safe and whatever as people that have grown up in the countryside like Morgs and i if we were traveling with so on it's better to just try and stop and help it up onto its feet but you have to hold it for a little yeah, bit don't you, you turn
3: it over onto its back onto its legs and hold it till it's Sees where it's at, yeah, and then
2: gets gets its sort of like sensors back, if you will. There you go, (laughs) mugs. We are the new sheep rescuers now that we're armed with proper sheep rescue. Sheep rescue. (laughs) Right, back in a sec. Uh, There were three words. What were they? Oh, that was it. Art of the loom. The food and drink show on Ribble FM, sponsored by Ramsbottom Kitchens.
1: Website Clitheroe-Cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages.
2: the challenge. We do this with every producer that's been in, uh, and is <laughs> looking really nervous now. <laughs> oh dear, no, honestly, it's not that difficult, but it is a bit of a challenge. So, you know what I have left in my lamb box, okay? Yes. So, out of what's left, I want you to choose a cut, and then I'll tell you what I'm going to do with it on the spur of the minute so which what would you like me to use in the bits that are left
3: the lamb cutlets the chops ooh my favorite <laughs>
2: right. Okay, so, um, there are some fancy ways of doing that, you know, when they do uh, French trimming and all that. No. Because that fat on the outside of that rib yes. bone, that when it's crisped up, is just incredible. Stripping it off the bone. Right, what I would do with those is, uh, literally, melt some butter in a pan, and into that butter I would put salt, pepper... Rosemary uh, and a little bit of thyme. Rosemary's the one for lamb, isn't it? It, it just is. really works.
4: It just works So well. probably
2: more rosemary. So I'd create in this um, flavoured butter, all right, literally flash all the chops under the grill really quickly so they're still a little bit pink and then drizzle that rosemary thyme butter over the top. But I'd serve it, yeah? Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All the fat that's come off the other bits that I've had. I've been saving. Uh, (laughs) You have to do. So that'll go in a big saucepan and I'll render all that down to give me probably, I would think, I bet I'll get a cup of fat out of that. Mm -hmm. And then what I'll do is I'll mix that fat, uh, put that fat in a roasting tray and make some sort of bite-sized roasties cooked in the lamb fat. Mm. When you drain them out of the lamb fat, you then drizzle that butter over the top. So, lamb cutlets with those rosemary and thyme roast potatoes. Would that do you?
3: Yeah, I think I might not go back to work. I think I might go home. Well, I was <laughs> just about to yeah. <laughs> I might go home and start cooking. <laughs> on, a,
2: yeah. on a scale of one to ten, how hungry are you feeling very, right now? Very,
3: very.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised the microphone isn't picking up my stomach. <laughs> yeah, i have not had lunch
3: yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: and, and do you know why cutlets are one of my favourites as well? Because they've got a handle built in, haven't they? Yeah. Just eating yeah. that little eye of meat right out <laughs> right the middle. Oh, yes. Um, Stacey, I, I have to applaud you for your commitment and, and how hard you must have to work on top of your day job uh to do this and i'm privileged honestly i really am that morgan and i are on the friends and family list because that that lamb that we had the other night was just absolutely superb superb so hats off to you uh i think all them's due mugs amazing uh stacy strong stay strong stacy <laughs> oh dear, thank you right. that's enough puns from you dad especially on the way back down to Art of the Loop. Oh dear, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. No, it's an absolute pleasure. And and I think, for me, the most important thing is that we know we've got people like you in our community that are producing, you know, for you and your family. Yes. Which I think is absolutely, mm. think it's an incredible hobby. Absolutely incredible hobby. I might stop stamp collecting <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the food and drink show for this week a huge thanks to Stacy huge thanks to Morgs. Yes. thank you so much Big power sheeps sheeps <laughs> sheeps <laughs> we'll see you next week have yourselves a wonderful Wednesday
1: We Sh-
6: Selector rewind when the crowd when the crowd say ball. Ball 3 wind. when across crowd say ball. Selector when across crowd ball. Selector. Selector. wind. When a Selector. a ball Selector. 3 Selector. Selector.